I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And well, today, it's still two women. But not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world on with a smile. Laurie and Lynn. Giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And now, celebrating their 10th year on the air on WILK News Radio. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Love and love, no need to waste it. You can never turn, why don't you take it? You're gonna make it after all. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am just ducky. Hey. <laughs> and that's no reference to the weather. To, no, because it's been nice. It's, well, it's been well, warm. It's been but nice. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. But um, no, I'm feeling good. Things are fine. And um, I I don't know. I don't have. I, I went to a fabulous, phenomenal wedding last weekend. Um, in Monroeville, New Jersey, which Monroeville. is a little tiny, out of the way farm town, and it borders around things called Elk, New Jersey, and what I mean, you just Elk. you go from you know one road to the next road, they all look the same, but they're all these little towns, and they're all the the whole thing is that it's connected by farms. Yeah. So one farm over here drives over, you drive over to the next it is one. It's called and the it's Garden State, all, right? Yep. All contiguous stuff. Yeah, cool. So this little town of Monroeville, um, this um, the bride is the person that we knew, who is the daughter of one of our uh, our college classmates, and we have all stayed together in contact with each other for more than really at this point it's about fifty years. <clears throat> And uh, this young woman was the youngest of four, and um, it, the the wedding was actually held at her parents' home, which is not just a home; it is an estate. Yeah, and uh, it was really decorated and laid out like it was an estate. We had the ceremony in the front lawn which has about a, a half a mile driveway from the road So like you're to pulling into South Fork or something, Exactly. Right? Did you see J.R. Hewing and Miss yes, Ellie and all the gang? Just like that. <laughs> it's an oak tree lined yep. driveway, circular driveway. And so the ceremony was out front in the sun and oh, we great. had little chairs and beautiful, beautiful roses and peonies and it was incredibly beautifully decorated. And the ceremony itself was up on the steps. The, the went up to the house, the main, the front door to the house. No covering of sun. Or no, wow, mm. that was a little bit of poor planning. It was a twenty-minute 
I know, thing. but still, people don't like that. Like, I know. It's hot, and, and it's in New Jersey can be it was humid, really hot. and yeah, it was about eighty-five degrees. They probably didn't we want there. anything taking away, though. I get it of the aesthetic because of the home being so beautiful, and that really does look pretty when you just have chairs and yeah, you know. Does. But it it's at least it was fast. Well, fast I got a and furious. On the back See, of my that's neck. the problem. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. I thought about it. Wondered if I should actually Put bring a sunscreen hat. or or any of that business but mm -hmm. um i don't know why i thought it would be under a tent right i guess not so anyway but i like i do like that open air concept well, it's, it's just if you have it's incredible i mean that lawn uh, gorgeous but it's, everything it's, about it you're you know milky white welsh skin didn't do thank well thank you because <laughs> i have milky white irish skin i know yes. what it feels no, i think my husband <laughs> calls it fish belly white oh nice what very says. nice yeah i like so, milky white better I do too. It's much nicer. But after we had this wonderful ceremony, we went to the backyard, if you want to call it that. Uh, we retired well, to the backyard. The house is on 20 acres of land. Yeah. So you get a sense of there's what a do lot they do? of stuff. Well, they've done many things. Um, John, who was father, is the father. John was a custom home builder in South Jersey. Oh, neat. Many of his... Uh, customers, clients, whatever you want to call them, were Philadelphia um, athletic team members. Oh, cool. So he did a lot of custom work. And he bought this house because it was in an estate and it had been sitting there for years and years. And, you know, he put a lot of money into it to clean it up. They added a horse barn. They added... Um, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. For I had to get some effects. sound effect. <laughs> oh boy! I could do horse sounds really well. I, guess I, you can. I won't do it, but I am. All right. Oh, anyway, here go. We go. All right. So, okay. Sorry, I digress. Yeah. So he put a horse barn. He put in a brand new pool. He put in a a pool house. He put in um, a tennis court. It's just one of those places like that, that it's just phenomenal. So that's where we went to the backyard, and there was a huge tent in the backyard. And did she graduate? So she, the mom, graduated with you. Yes. And what does she do? She works with her husband. Oh, And they cool. do all the stuff together. I, like, I said cool three times. Too bad. Yeah. But that's neat. So it's, it's wonderful. But then they also abandoned the house building thing and decided to buy two farmer's markets oh. in the... In New Jersey, and they have just turned it into I phenomenal love things. Where? How far is this elk or whatever it's called place? Monroeville. Yeah, it's about a three-hour drive. Three. Yeah. Is it off of like 287 or no. something? Isn't everything off of 287 no, in Jersey? It's, it's truly South That's, Jersey. It's, oh, it's um, South Jersey. Yes, South Jersey. Like towards right the across, shore, then? No, it's right across the river from um, Philadelphia. Well. When you I've go across the river, it's yeah, just a well, little farther down and I back in the in the boroughs, I guess you'd call it, of New Jersey farmland. Okay, I just but right. it is a spectacular place, and the food was beyond anything I can explain. Uh, it just kept coming. Yeah, it was served. It was also in stations, and um, there was nothing that you could have wanted. And then we went to the formal reception under the tent. And uh, the, I don't know, three or four courses. Incredible. 
great band, nice. an, a seven or eight piece band. Nice. They were wonderful. And they had to leave at nine, so we kind of ended the party there. But then there was an after party that went to someplace else. And I said, okay, goodbye. This yeah. is where I leave. Uh -huh. And then the next day, we went back to the farm, not not to the, uh, Home. the house. The farm is a little bit farther down the road. And there, I'm, I'm guessing there's at least 100 acres in that farm. And they sell, they sell, they grow corn, soybeans, and a bunch of other things that I couldn't identify. And what were you doing at the farm? <clears throat> well, they a had brunch? a brunch. Yep. And they had a, a food truck that came. Oh, nice. And so you had whatever you wanted from the food truck menu, which they had already, you know, worked out ahead of time. Plus, they had 10 four-wheel drive buggies that uh, and a map inside of every one of the buggies. Buggies, could, like, what do you mean? Like a four-wheeler? Like a like uh, an ATV it, or whatever they yes, call it? Yes, but it was more along the lines of a golf cart. Oh, okay. okay? So, okay, a little so, cart then, yeah. A little cart that had a little bit more oomph to it. Okay. You know, it was more like an ATV. But um, went all around these farms and, and saw all these really cool things. And, and it was like a blast. scavenger hunt or something? No, you oh. just, <laughs> just went around and I love out. it. And we did that. And did Patrick like all this? Yes, he loved it. Really? He loved oh. it. He was there in his shorts. And I was just going to say, I hope he didn't have a suit on the second day around. No. So it was very cash the next day. Very much so. Okay, that's nice. It was fun. And it then was, you left right after that? Yep. We left and drove home and took us a little while to get home. Was Joan Glover there? She was there. And how did she do? She loved it. Should we give a big shout out to Joan you since she did. listens so often to and us? she does every single week. week. I love her. Joni Glover. She's a, more importantly than <laughs> A, where did you a seat? Where'd you go to school? Cedar Crest College, Cedar Crest College graduate. Yes. She's a West Sider. That's she how it indeed. goes, baby. So Joan, hi. Yep. So uh, we all, we had a great time. It was a wonderful weekend, and and I thought the thing that was really fun about it was one of the uh, groomsmen and then bridesmaid uh, were the bride's brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. Well, they got married a year ago in um, Outer Banks, uh -huh. and it, there was a hurricane. Right, coming, that's remember? the one you couldn't go yeah, to. so we didn't go. But she had a baby 11 days ago, <laughs> and her mother and father were sitting right next to us in the wedding, um, during the wedding, and her father had this big wide brim hat on. Yeah. So she handed him the baby, and he handed her her bouquet. Okay. And continued down the road. That girl looked like she had never been through a pregnancy. Yeah, it was see. the most amazing thing. Yeah. 11 days. That's incredible. God bless those girls. I'm telling uh. you. So anyway, we, it was great to see all I, those kids. I, Love those, them. There's so many women who just have babies, mm -hmm. and they are right back to their normal body. I love it. I think it's phenomenal because I still say to people, look, I have extra weight because I just had a baby 25 years ago. <laughs> That's my youngest, and I'm, that's my story, and I'm sticking yeah, to I'm it. I'm just going to say, you're sticking to that's it, girl. That's it. That's All how right. it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, please. Please. So a couple more shout-outs we have. Okay. So I'm shouting out to my dear friend, Mr. William Bill Conaboy. 
listens to us all the time. I saw him last Friday at a chamber board meeting, and he said, I'll be listening tomorrow. I said, I will give you a shout-out. And then I said, oh, no, I won't. Next week, we already taped. So I am honoring my word and saying hello to Bill Conaboy, one of my favorite guys in town. I love him. I think he's great. I've met him a few times, but I don't know that he would remember me. But shout-out to you, Bill Bill Conaboy. He's the best. He really is. And then... um, Kathy Davis, who owns Over the Moon, mm-hmm. listens to us all the time. I was in there the other day for a few gifts for the Catalano children for their two of their birthdays. And then, of course, the princess, the oldest, Olivia, who I love. She calls me me friend. I always have to pick up a little something for her. And I went into Kathy and she said, I couldn't listen today because I she was in the car too early. I think she said I was in the car at 830, but I listened and I love her things. And so if you need some nice things, uh, go see her because she has great stuff. Kathy Davis over the moon. Hi, Kath. And at the Catalano party, I was talking to Mr. Bill Gibbons, who is the husband of Mary Gibbons, who works at Hospice of the Sacred Heart. Actually, Mary pretty much keeps that center for education on Montage Mountain Road running. And she is a firecracker. I love her. And uh, Billy is her husband, who is a sweetheart. He works, he's a school teacher in the Scranton School District. He is the brother of another dear friend of mine, Judge Jim Gibbons. And Billy said, I listen to you as often as I can, and I like what you guys have to say. It's entertaining, and I I'm, I, I really like it. So I, I'm thinking we're going to give a big shout-out to Billy, too, because he listens and likes us. That's always two good things to hear. Okay. So hi, Bill Gibbons. And that's my, they're my shout-outs for the week. And you have some. I have one. I just ran into a, a guy that I spoke about Shout a couple some. days ago, uh, Mr. Pat Carr, who's, a, I guess, a realtor with ERA One Real Estate. And I also got a call yesterday from attorney Gene Kelly, who listens to us all the time wow. while he's out doing his errands. Uh-huh. So I hope you're doing your errands, Gene. And Here's a shout-out to you. Mm -hmm. I love it. There we go. All right, so we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a PR, a fundraising, PR, PR. special event business. <laughs> oh. And I'm Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically for the needs of uh, baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, a couple things. Um, everybody's probably getting a little bit nervous now about the market because it's been so high for so long and it's unprecedented that a bull market would run this long blah 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 so we have all the pundits now explaining why we're going into the next major correction and i think often people who hear that and are in retirement get very very nervous because the fear is that if the market drops and you're still taking the same amount of dollars out, you're going to end up 
burning up all your money before you really expect it to. So, <clears throat> this is an article that was written by a woman named Pamela Yellen on uh, the babyboomers.com st uh, staff. And it's called How to Crash Proof Your Retirement Nest Egg. And of course, these are all pretty much self-explanatory, but for some people, it might be important to hear them. So, number one, don't put all your eggs in one risky basket, such as 401k and IRA plans that are unpredictable and subject to high risk and volatility. If you aren't able to determine the minimum guaranteed value of your savings at the time you plan to retire, you're gambling. Now, I would say, first of all, I don't understand why the risky basket is a 401k or an uh, yeah, IRA. Yeah, really. I was going to say, why? And I'm thinking, you think this is true? That's it was no. going to be my, okay. So you're no. just reading this and yes. you, I, I don't you're going to comment. Yes. You're going to give a comment. What do you I say? don't think the Com woman who wrote this um, really understands a lot of the finer points of investing because she's got her own thing going on. She's... Um, She's the founder of Bank on Yourself, um, which is, it's, it's an interesting way. It's Bank on Yourself Revolution, fire your banker, bypass Wall Street, and take control of your own financial future. Oh, That's the name of her book, all right? And did you read it? No, I did not read it. Nor do you want to. Nor I do I want it. to, because okay. I'm not quite sure. I think the answer to most of her um situations as you buy life insurance okay okay so that's the that's the bottom line so when you look at that you say okay let's take this with a grain of salt don't put all your eggs in one risky basket a 401k or an ira are only as risky as the investments you choose to put into mm -hmm. them in and of themselves they are nothing but a basket that holds whatever you want to put in it so I don't understand what this is if you aren't able to determine the minimum guaranteed value of your savings at the time you plan to retire your gambling. I have no idea what that even means. Mm -hmm. Number two, she said, don't rely too much on Social Security or a public pension fund. Social Security will become depleted and unable to pay scheduled benefits in full on a timely basis in 2034. That's what she says. I just read something this morning about the fact that Medicare and Social Security are on fairly stable ground as we speak. Okay. Okay. Number three, calculate conservatively to determine how much you will need to save for retirement. Many experts recommend counting on withdrawing only 2.8% over a 30-year retirement period. And to avoid outliving your money, assume you'll live to age 95. There's a good chance you or your partner will. On the contrary... Most experts say you can withdraw 4%. So we'll just start right there. Number four, save more in assets that are guaranteed, safe, and liquid. Gee, I wonder what that might be. Mm -hmm. Such as the specialized form of dividend-paying whole life insurance known as bank on yourself. This is so self-serving, it's ridiculous. The method of building and safeguarding wealth has never had a lose, this method has never had a losing year. And that includes the Great Recession, the Great Depression, and every other market crash and economic bust over the last 160 years. 
nothing wrong with that except that it's not the only thing that you should have in your portfolio. Number five, maybe you can answer yes to these questions before you commit your money to any financial vehicle or product. Number one, will this advice or vehicle give me peace of mind, let me sleep at night? I don't know. Number two, will it help me get where I want to go without taking unnecessary risk? Number three, will it allow me to be in charge of my money? Now, I can pick apart every one of those, but I just don't think that we have the time or the energy to even go there. Go there because it's just silly. Now, of course, she says, by following these steps, you can build a foundation of financial security. That will give you peace of mind to know you'll be able to meet your needs and those of your family now and in the years to come. Like I said, this was something that was written by someone who obviously had a very intense self-serving interest in writing it. Um, Her whole premise is that this system that she says is the best in the world is really to buy a kind of whole life insurance policy and put everything into it now obviously you know i would disagree with that but i just want everybody to know that that can crash proof your retirement nest egg yes it can but at the same time there are also a lot of very heavy fees and internal costs and life insurance policies that make it not all that attractive as well so a combination of many things will really help. Okay. But um, not to throw it all into a life insurance policy. Ixnay on that. Okay. you have any thoughts? No, because okay. I don't know enough about that stuff. Okay. Um, I know you talk about that. I just was, when you first said the IRA and the uh, 401k, I'm thinking, that, why would you call that risky? Everybody not. wants that. That's a benefit. Yeah. And a good one at that. Well, because it allows whatever's in it to grow income tax deferred. Yeah. That's the key. Okay. And there's currently a bill in Congress floating around. They're going to do a lot of changes to the whole retirement thing that's going on right now. And even, you know, the old story of 70 and a half, you have to right, start right. taking the draws. They're going to make it later? They're going to make it 72. And the reason they're saying that is because people are living much longer than when that was instituted in 1986. Is it still going to be 59 and a half that you can start taking it out? They haven't addressed that part. Okay. But I think the The back end is what they're worried about. They're worried about that, that people are going to run out of money. Okay. So in in a way, it's helpful. A lot of other pieces to this bill, but I don't even want to go there until we see what comes out of the end result of both houses and it could be completely different than what i know at the moment so i'm not even going to go there did you watch or listen to the debate last night at all okay i did not i just felt like it uh, i did catch a little bit of it at 10 30 i think it was and i just said it just kind of devolved into a, a screaming match and everybody talking over everybody and i just said i can't stand it I hate when people on a panel do that. It drives me nuts. You mean jump in and say and talk and, over and one scre- another, yeah, and then complain and they're not being called on? Right. Well, ten people's an awful lot of people to try to keep control it is. of. It is, you know, and um, too much. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. But and they all have to finish their statement too. Oh, I can't, yeah. and they go on. It's one thing to end it. It's just like the run-on sentences, and they just keep going. Your time is up. 
Like, be respectful. And you know what? I said to, I was telling Tommy, we were watching it a little last night, and it was frustrating me too. And I just was like, I'm so, you hear this same, you know what, Crap. out of everybody's mouth yep. all the time for any politician, yep. this, that, I don't care what you're running for. Right. And I, one thing I can't stand, and I understand the philosophy um, is, you know, if you build it, they will come, so to speak. Yes, the power of suggestion um, is when I'm in the White House, when I'm president of the... You're not, if you are, if is always what it is. It, it drives me crazy. The only person who kept saying if, and I'm not even sure if I like him, but I just thought he did a nice job, was that was um, Julio Castro. Is it Julio Castro? He, he, he I thought did a very very nice job um i'm i wasn't a big fan of de blasio at all but i i didn't I, he was a little aggressive but i i don't dislike him i have to say i don't dislike him um and everybody else you know isn't i just wasn't impressed with at all i mean what's her name is always positive and and good um elizabeth warren yes and there yeah. were some little gleaming, you know, uh, what am I saying? Little um, glimmers of of okay of, of hope on some of them, but I just did no. I I'm gonna watch tonight though. What's tonight? Well, tonight the, the second ten? one. The next ten are running. So we'll or the next ten will be on the will be debating. So we'll see. I don't even think it's a debate. Well, it's, it's whatever a, it is. To me, a debate. It's just to get to know them kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. A debate is a back it and forth It is an Yeah, but, so I don't know why. You're right. I don't know why they call it that. But we'll see what happens. It just made me think of that when you were talking about all these changes. and yeah. um And who knows what's going to come out of this. I don't know. Yeah, what people talk about. But... Um, so did you go anywhere this week at all that you, uh, this during the week? No, you were home? No, I was uh, pretty much working my butt off this week. Yeah. And um, looking forward to next weekend, 4th of July weekend. I can't, it really upsets me that 4th of July is next week. I, know, I feel like we just started You know what they used summer. to say when the 4th, that's what they say when the 4th of July is over the summer's <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why. Well, it's a, so it's a third over. We well, yesterday, just so you know, yesterday, um, Julie Jordan, uh, as I say, the photographer to the stars, Joanne Arduino, the ballet uh, instructor to the stars, Dolly Woody, and I went and had a Manny Petties together at Studio RD in the 300 block of Penn Avenue. And afterwards, three of us, Dolly could not join us, went over and had lunch at Scanlon's on the porch. Yay! And um, we had a nice afternoon. It was what very morning. We do it every now and then. We'll make a little date to get together because we've been together doing things for Coleman for about 15 or so years. Joanne and I were both on the board mm -hmm. um, together. And um, so... It, we try to do little things like that, and we had a lot of fun. And all those girls at Studio RD, big shout out because they're wonderful. And Rosie stopped in, Rosie Duffy, who owns it, and she had come in for a little bit. And we, they're just such a wonderful group of people. So, and then today, you know, I'm going to get my hair cut a little because you know I I go to different places. So Joanne Cummings 
um, the hair the hair cutter to the stars <laughs> will be doing my hair today, well, trimming it up as for we me. Speak. Will Mr. you be there? Excitement oh, he's there. He's there. there. He's there the same day I'm there. I know. Mr. Excitement is getting his hair cut, and he was so happy about the fact that I I pulled out of the drawer a yellow polo shirt for him to wear. Why? Because he thinks it makes him look even more handsome. <gasps> is that what he actually said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, he is. Yeah, so he. <laughs> no problem with his ego. I say that all the time, really. So he'll be there. Joanne will tell me as soon as I walk in okay. while Mr. Excitement was there. Yes. And why he, why we're saying that is he stands when he walks in and looks at all the girls, no matter who they're taking care of, and says, Mr. Excitement is here. So we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please listen and subscribe. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And so I was talking to a friend of mine from high school. Um, he and I have connected on Facebook, and he lives in Boston, and his name is John Rossi, and I just love him. And he and I had a nice long conversation yesterday about a lot of things, Scranton. And um, it's too, when he answered, because we were back and forth messaging, you know, and then so when he then he called me over the weekend and I wasn't available so I got back to him yesterday and so when he answered the phone he goes uh so what have you been doing the last 40 years <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like oh yeah. my god yeah because we were we are out this year uh 40 years from West Scranton High School class of 1979 baby mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. our reunion is 50 years I know you're out 50 <laughs> and our reunion is at the um uh, Tiki Club or the Waldorf Club yeah. uh, in September. Oh, I thought ours was there too. In well, September. The, ours is September 28th, and the morning of September 28th, I will be at the um, uh, Hospice Remembrance Walk in the oh. morning, and then we will be that evening at our um, reunion. I've gone to everyone. You have? Yes, I have. I, I didn't stay not. at the one. I couldn't stay, but I showed up for the beginning and left. But I've been to everyone. Yes. I'm debating whether or not I want to go to mine. Why? Why I, wouldn't you go? I don't know because I just feel like, and Joan and I were talking about that this weekend because we obviously both graduated from Scranton Central High School in the year of 1969. Uh-huh. And um, I said, are you, you know, what are you thinking about? She said, I don't know. And the I don't know part is because we say, I don't know any of these people anymore. I mean, I, Joan lives in Bethlehem and has lived there for 40 years. Um, I don't know that I see very many of my classmates around. But that's why you do. You hang with the couple you're friendly with and you go and you look at people and you look at their, their, their picture. name tags and you have to figure out hi 
Sam, how are you? <laughs> you know, you just have to play a lot. It's, I see, I like to go. I, I love to see people. I see a lot of people, though, from class. Like, yeah, they come do. in or we get together. And and my friends and I kind of do that. So I, I think it's important because it's just... Why is it important? Well, because I think it's important to continue to have that the friends that, you know, I, I, all, I there's two thoughts here. One is I always say high school is really your most insignificant part of your life in so many ways of uh, based on when you're young and you're and you're at that age and you're so impressionable and you're so worried about as a woman. I'm talking because I don't know about men as a woman, you know, what you look like, what you know, how you look in things, what you have, if, if you're liked, if people like you've boys like you've this you know how, everything about your physical being at least back in the 70s when I went to high school was that's what it was like yeah. and so there's popular people and there's not popular there's cliques and there's all of those things were going on and you could look at the some of the people and think oh wow like you thought they had everything or mm -hmm. They were this, and, and then as life goes on and your life happens and you see certain people or you're with people and they're not anything like that. And so it, it, it forms, so what you do afterwards really forms who you are. I know it's great, it's great, you know, from to a foundation, mm -hmm. but it really isn't what defines you then later. No, so you're absolutely You right. know what I'm saying? So I think those kind of things, that on one side, I, I think it's that way. The other thing is, I wouldn't trade anything. I loved my high school year. I love all my school years. I, I always had so much fun and 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 really did a lot of things and loved what I did and loved the people. So to me, it's a part of your life that you, when you go back there, they kind of know you in ways that other people may not because of different things that, you know, ways you were. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, the, the things you did and and how you acted and you know it was. I just get tired of telling them the story of what what you're doing now. Yeah. Well, don't lie and say you're doing something else. <laughs> okay, I'm an actress. Yes, on a Broadway that's right. Play. That's what I would say. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what we could do. We yeah, could didn't you see me in that show? Oh, God, you must have missed it. I had yeah. a walk-on role. <laughs> oh, I think I was part of the advanced team on the uh, the G20 summit. That's what I did. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Oh, that would be fun. But to you make just, up all I just think it's, things. I think it's important to show support and go and mm. see everybody because yeah. the, and there's also a different acceptance and a different um, feeling now that you've what you've done in your life and, and as the years go on and it's kind of nice in, in so many ways. What's sad is when you see people who are no longer with us. Yeah. Because as somebody said and they somebody said it the other day I said how you doing? They said it's so good to be up on this side of the grass and I, I say that all the time because my uncle used to say that. <laughs> so you know it, it's it's nice it, and you know when you when you're there and you when you see people who who aren't anymore it's, it really hits you and it gets more and more every time you go that's true so why not yes. celebrate those who are still doing what they're doing so well, i think right. it's good. case has been made so you think uh, you're gonna go i think i've convinced you <laughs> you and joan are going and that lady from new jersey what's her name no she's she's college Oh, college. That's right. Okay. College. I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah, that's a different department. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. So 
it's funny. Oh, well, she can come anyway, can't she? <laughs> can, uh, they yes. won't even know. Oh, no. I forgot my name tag. Right, right. The, you know, we watched last night, Patrick and I watched The Wedding Crashers. Oh, I love that. That, that movie so I could watch <laughs> every day. <laughs> I love it. It is good. And it was really, really funny. And I just kept thinking about that's exactly what they did. You know, who are you? What do you do? Uh-huh. What did they Lied say? They all were, the time. Um, uh, investment bankers or something. I forget like what they said. But that's they're so not what they were. They, they, those two in that role, they were those two together are fabulous yeah. they should do more and more people should cast them they're incredible they are and i love funny. both of them yeah they were good and and i think and all that the people and what's his name um what's his name the, the father oh, Jane, john voight john no not no yes her father no it john wasn't voight. not john voight Okay. No, it's Christopher Walken. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Always think of it. Mixed up. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. And then Jane Seymour. Yes. Mother. <laughs> oh wow! I can't even say. It's just Her, so good. Just and Bradley much. Cooper was so awful in that movie. He was. He was a nasty handsome guy. as heck, but yeah. so nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Yeah. And do you know one of the women? I forget which one it was. Um, she's an actress, Isla Fisher. One of the redhead, which one I is she? So. The I, one who was with Vince Vaughn? I think so. I don't know her but name. That's, her name is Isla, I-S-L-A. Okay, like well, maybe it's her then. There you go. Isla, you mean, don't yes, you? That's right. Isla. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You said she. He, her name is Isla Harper, and he calls her Isla Harpa. <laughs> uh, Patrick. He doesn't really. Well, he does with that accent. every once yeah, in a while. Oh, yeah, no, but not... Not really. He doesn't even remember her name. <laughs> so you know what Tommy was watching the other day, and I kind of got in at the very end. I don't even remember. I Really, I don't think I've ever seen it. Jurassic Park. Oh, I, can't. I watched it once, and that was as much as I could do. I, I really just saw the oh. end of it. It's, yeah. Whoa. It is so intense. The first one. Is there Was there a second and third or what? Sequels? Okay. Yes, indeed. Um, okay, awful, what else? Awful, awful. Um, here's one that was in the AARP magazine, the one that has, um, what's her face, Kathy Lee Gifford on the front. Uh, yeah. That was a couple months ago, April and May. This was interesting. Your health is 70 plus. What you need to know. Nobody ever talks about that. You know, every time you see something that they're selling, they have age brackets and they kind of quit at 65 which is bizarre, but um, there's so many of us that are approaching or are in 70s, and these were some of the things that people talked about where they were most concerned about. And that first one was, how can I keep my heart in top shape? And um, they said that coronary disease risk peaks between 55 and 75 for men, then begins to decrease. Oh, women, on the other hand, become more at risk as they enter their 70s. But no matter your age or gender, you can take steps today to protect yourself. Um, And they say most of my elder family members died of heart disease. Am I doomed? Absolutely not. You can't change your genes, but you can change your lifestyle. And this was from a cardiologist in New York. And she's the co-author of a book called Heart Smart for Women. 
Now we've talked to Dr. Linda Barace, uh -huh. who's a local cardiologist, say that. who always says that there is no difference between the treatment for men and women, and there are those who say there is. So this woman said, now's the time to schedule a yearly physical with your general practitioner or a cardiologist to establish baselines for all of your relevant stats. Also ask your, do your doctor if you're a good candidate for a T CT scan that screens for atherosclerosis. It takes minutes, uses low doses of radiation, is relatively affordable and has been found to accurately identify people at high risk for the condition. And then the second one is, should I start to eat less red meat? And this person said, probably. Studies show that high consumption of red meat is associated with increased levels of TMAO, a chemical marker produced by gut bacteria that has long been linked to heart disease. Great news. Limiting red meat can decrease elevated levels of TMAO within a month. Wow. Uh, they recommend going meatless one day a week and getting more protein from beans and fish. Do you think, do people really eat meat every single day of their oh, life? Oh, yeah. For red meat? If, if oh I my God. cooked it, Patrick would eat that every day. Oh, God, I hate it. Every day. I can't even imagine that. I know, but there are people who do, like, they, a meal is not complete <sighs> unless there's a piece of meat and they don't even care about the rest of it. No, I don't you know. No, I guess. Um, and I'm Irish and I'm saying that. How about that? Well, <laughs> meat and potatoes. Right, not exactly. Me. Mm -mm -mm. Will watching cable news give me a heart attack? <laughs> It depends. Do the hyperventilating anchors make you laugh or growl? Stress from sources as varied as PTSD, chronic sound pollution, or an infection is associated with heart disease risk, perhaps because it taps into the amygdala, the reptilian hindquarter of the brain. In one study, brain <laughs> scans show that people with high amygdala activity were more likely to develop heart disease than those whose emotional centers were quieter, possibly because it stimulates an inflammatory response in the arteries. And is whole milk okay? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. A recent study shown that consuming full-fat dairy products has been associated with a longer life. In 2018 study of more than 130,000 adults in 21 countries, those who ate two or more daily servings of whole-fat dairy had a 22% lower risk of heart disease and 34% lower risk of stroke than those who ate less. Uh-huh. There you go. Okay. There you have it. Well, everybody, have a wonderful weekend and happy 4th of July in advance because we won't be here till the following Saturday. So um, enjoy and go see some fireworks if you if you must. <laughs> There's a lot of them. They were in the paper on Saturday, Friday, uh, Wednesday. Read the um, lifestyle section. You'll see a whole list. Okay. Thanks for listening. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.